Warning, the following podcast contains strong language which some listeners may find offensive. The Untitled Wrestling Podcast is on all the usual social media outlets. Do your bit to support us on Facebook and YouTube at Untitled Wrestling Podcast, Twitter, Twitch and Discord at Untitled Rest Pod. Give us a like, share, subscribe and join our flourishing community of not just wrestling fans, but gamers, podcasters, musicians and more. Word to your mums. It's the UWP. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Untitled Wrestling Podcast and our review of Just Smackdown because fuck Raw this week. I'm Troy, joined as always by Jay. Fuck Raw every week. Fuck Raw every week. How are you, my man? I'm all good. I'm all good. Just about to go night three. Night three. Lads, lads, lads. Jesus. You know what they take? You put a quiet couple of beers. You're an animal, mate. Oh, um, we <laughs> we uh, are here to give you the the rundown, the review on this week's episode of SmackDown. But before we do that, Jay, you got some tidbits, mate. I have, mate. I'm just literally going to do it for today's date because I can't be asked for the other one. But there's a <laughs> no lot. Worries. There's a lot. There is a absolute metric fuck ton of birthdays. <laughs> so let's get into it. So on this day in 1974. Impact Wrestling Scott the Moore is born. Um, this day in 1980, the Queen of Spades, Shayna Baszler, is born. Yes, Shayna Baszler. This day in 1983, top, top, top lad, Ramp <laughs> Brown is born. <laughs> the top, top, toppest of lads. Lovely man, Rampage Brown. Uh, in 1987, Joe Gacy from the NXT is born. In the breakout tournament. There's an um, awful lot of birthdays. Two more to go, mate. 1988, Via from Jinder's Faction. Oh, yeah. Born. And in 1990, friend of the podcast, soon to be recognized <laughs> as NXT Tag Team Champions. I just blew my voice up doing that. <laughs> Zach Gibson is born. Yes, yes lad. lad. Um, also, there was... A notable wrestling show on this day, maybe two. Let's have a look. So, in 1998, WCW, Jesus Christ, this is a bad card. Presents Road Wild. Oh my life! Open a match. Meng defeated the Barbarian in five minutes. Um, of course, he did. Public actual, Enemy, actual hard man Meng. Actual hard man Meng. Uh, public Enemy defeated um, Alex Wright and Disco Inferno. Um, Harry Saturn defeated Canyon and Raven in a triple threat Ravens rules match. Basically, hard hardcore match. match. Yeah. Yeah. Ray Mysterio Jr. defeated Psychosis. Um, what else we got here? Stevie Ray defeated Chavo Guerrero Jr. in two minutes and 38 seconds. <laughs> Top lad Mongo defeated Brian Adams. Not that one. Um, AKA <laughs> Kona Crush. Um, Oh, a match that we got on AEW this week. Juventus Guerrera defeated Chris Jericho for the Cruiserweight Championship. Dean Malenko is the special guest referee. Oh, boy. Um, Goldberg won an eight-man battle royal against all the NWO. And in the main event... Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> DDP and Jay Leno defeated Eric Bischoff and Hulk Hogan. Eric Bischoff and Hulk Hogan. Oh, Lord. That sounds rough. You know, reasons. Um, yeah. And on this day in... Where is the fucking thing gone? I can't find... Oh, bear with me. Talking myself. I've, I mean, I've got one on this day if you want me to do that. And hopefully it's not the one that you were going to do. Was it an impact one by chance? It was an impact one, yeah. Was it Hardcore Justice It was Hardcore Justice 2010. <laughs> there it is. Found it. So, yes, on this day... Uh, Hardcore Justice 2010. This was basically, um, for anyone who doesn't know, TNA's TNA trying to do ETW one night stand because hmm. most of the guys were in the company. Um, so in the in the opening match, the FBI, which was Guido, uh, I'm, I'm guessing it was Nunzio, uh, yeah, Tommy yeah. Mamaluke, and Tracy Smothers. 
defeated Kid Cash, Simon Diamond, and Johnny Swinger. Uh, Two Cold Scorpio defeated C.W. Anderson. Stevie Richards defeated P.J. Palacco. Who's P.J. Palacco here, you're asking? Well, it's just incredible. Um, <laughs> not so much anymore. Um, Definitely not. Rhino defeated Al Snow and Brother Runs, a.k.a. Spike Dudley. Mm-hmm. Um, the Team 3D, Brother Ray and Brother Devon, a.k.a. the Dudleys, defeated Axel Rotten and Cajones, because he couldn't call himself Balls Mahoney in a street fight. <laughs> um, Raven defeated Tommy Dreamer um, with Mick Foley as the special guest referee. And in the main event, RVD beat Sabu. Bang. I remember this show not being very good. <laughs> this was 2010 TNA. Of course it wasn't. Well, it was when you think about like when they did ECW One Night Stand, that was like, that that was what? Was that 2005? Yeah, 2005, 2006. So yeah. it was four years after that. And it was after all the disgruntled ex-employees left. Um, Christ left for um because of wecw so yeah mm-hmm. very good yeah, sweet that, that was it there's, there's, a, there's a progress show but i don't know if it's any good <laughs> oh there, there was a there was a good match on the progress show okay just and that was a uh, trend seven versus eddie kingston oh trend seven versus eddie kingston for the boys oh. Oh shit! Actually, no. Two. There was also um, Aussie Open versus the Butcher and the Blade, and a oh, yes. in a triple threat. Nice. But yeah, everything else either has someone who's been cancelled or not very good. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Should we get into some SmackDown anyway, mate? Yes, mate. Lovely stuff. Thanks for those. Um, no problem. Yeah, SmackDown this week uh, starts with Sasha Banks to a a raucous crowd pop. Um, they review the clips from last week um, showing her return and her turning on Bianca. And she just goes on to basically talk about why she did what she did, um, that it was her that put Bianca in the spotlight. Um, and then she's interrupted by Bianca um, and it basically boils down to them wanting a match or rather Sasha wanting a match and then Bianca just accepting that. Um, Zelina Vega then comes out and interrupts and says actually it was her to challenge first and she should be next in line um, Bianca says that she'll take them both on and she'll have Sasha at SummerSlam and Zelina, uh, Zelina Vega there uh, that night um, on Smackdown uh, I have an issue with Zelina Vega just injecting herself into it, she's not won a match since she's been back I, yeah that and also the fact that like literally she's been there for what like a month and they've done fuck all with her yeah I did put, they just put her in the money in the bank. They just give her this match. Mm. So, great. Zelina's very good. Yeah. Mm. But, like, she, there needs to be a reason why she's in it. And you just bring her back and throw it in there. Like, she's not built any momentum to be worthy of in the money in the bank match or be challenging for the SmackDown Championship. So, it's, it just yeah. feels like a bit of nonsense. As you say, she's very good. But I'm just not really buying into this at all. Um, but yeah, that happened anyway. I wonder, I wonder if uh, her heart's in it as well, because apparently part of her decision to go back was so she could be on the road with yeah, Malibu. her husband, who's obviously <laughs> he's on the road. On the road. <laughs> yeah, that's that's got a fucking suck. That has that's I, really I read, bad. I read a quote from him um, where he was talking about like what happened when he got released and it yeah, was like, like he was in the gym or something when he got the phone call yeah and he was just like what the fuck's Johnny Ace calling me and he's like oh for fuck's sake yeah um, and then yeah he, like, he was like sat talking to her and she was crying her eyes out because she just decided to come back mm. and he started laughing and was like <laughs> this is fine this is fine <laughs> but then when you look at everything he's done since he left Jesus Christ like mm talk about stifling creativity we talk about that a lot oh wow yeah yeah um yeah i i want more from zelina like i really do because she's so good mm. so, not that not to keep talking about her husband I, I want more from her because she's good mm. she was someone who we were like all kind of really shocked and quite gutted that she'd left yeah man and then yeah, yeah. someone as well who when the, when she came back it was quite again quite shocking quite surprising yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, hopefully 
Hopefully we get something good out, good out of him eventually. I hope so. Um, they then... Yeah, that uh, odds, I mean, it's going to just put it through the tables for like the next 10 weeks. Oh, Christ, Dave, please no. <laughs> <laughs> we then get the announcement of the Usos versus the Mysterios uh, rematch for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships uh, announced for SummerSlam. And then leading off that, uh, we get Dominic against Jey Uso, one-on-one. Uh, -on -one. Uh, the match wasn't too bad. Nothing really to shout about, to be honest. There wasn't anything particularly standout in it. Um, yeah. Jimmy gets involved uh, towards the end and gets hit with a seated sent on by Ray um, as Dom goes up to the top rope. Uh, he misses and rolls through and then gets hit with a super kick and then he uses a splash and uh, Jay picks up the win. It's just, I guess, a way to further the, the feud into SummerSlam. I mean, it doesn't need to happen. They can they can both yeah. be on TV, they can both be having matches, but they don't need to be these one-on-ones and against each other in the build-up to their eventual tag match. Like That's one thing they constantly do, whether it's on Raw or SmackDown. They announce a match for a pay-per-view, and the subsequent, like the weeks building up to it is just an amalgamation of that match until they get to it. Like There's no need for it at all. Like Usos and the Mysterios could be going up against different tag teams or having one-on-ones against other people. And you could have it where they're interfering maybe or something or at ringside watching the match or something like that. But we, we don't need to see essentially the same match that we're going to see at the pay-per-view. Yeah, I, I feel like this match needs a stipulation. Mm-hmm. I do too. Like, uh, whether it, even if it's like something like a tornado tag, yeah, or like a, a no ideally, like, yeah, I, I was gonna say ideally like a street fight or a false count anywhere match, just yeah. something where Ray can really kind of like do some cool stuff, like jumping mm. off stuff, yeah, um, and yeah, just just um, just because if it's just another straight up tag team match, what's the point? <laughs> why even? Yeah bother yeah yeah i agree i do, I do. um it will, it will still be a decent match regardless of, of the stipulation i think um i feel like there's something happening like that, that's stirring something with dom and ray and maybe some sort of turn there yeah there, there seems to be a little bit of not so much tension but like ray's kind of like giving him tough love isn't he a bit and yeah like this is what you need to be doing Feel like um, it's only a matter of time before he kind of turns and it's just like, nope, fuck you, Dad. <laughs> I'm my own man. I I feel like that's something they should say for WrestleMania though. Mm. Like yeah, have Dominic and Ray at Mania. Like they they can don't want to say I don't want to say drag it out, but they can draw it out like until then. Mm. Just slow, like slowly show the cracks. I mean, obviously the two di complete different things, but you look at like NXT and. Uh, and with like Gargano and Champa, where they literally were teasing dissension for about six months. Fucking so ages. Like, yeah. Yeah. Un yeah, yeah, yeah. Until Champa finally turned on him. Hmm. Um, yeah, they could continue to keep burning that. And yeah, the, the, the ultimate thing would be at WrestleMania. But it, it also kind of feels like whilst that could still happen. You could also say that ship kind of sailed. Like there, there've been plenty of opportunities to do it. Like when they face the users, when they lost the belts, and when it like, there's been a few instances over the last couple of months where they could have already done that. But there's still time. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Um, Edge is an interview backstage uh, about the ambush last week from Seth. Uh, he just tells Seth to meet him in the ring. Uh, then Boogs comes out. Boogs is so over. Oh, Boogs is the man. Though, so isn't he? over. He how, comes out and like, he's like, how, "How can how can anyone dislike Boogs? Yeah, he's just so he's so likable. Yeah, I <laughs> I do want to see him in the ring soon though. I don't dislike yeah. this stuff for Shinsuke. Like it's amusing. I do want to see it. Like even just to him and him and Shinsuke in a tag match. I I get the impression we're, we're gonna get Shinsuke and Boogs versus um, Apollo and Aziz at some point. Yeah, it's it seems like we're getting Shinsuke and Apollo at SummerSlam, doesn't it? Mm. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if we got like a tag match with them. Yeah. I feel like Nakamura is winning that as well. I think so. I mean, Apollo's Apollo's been in a nothing with the belt at the moment. Like champion? He's, yeah. It's just he's, he's not been a bad champion. He's just no, he's not just really hasn't done. had a lot to do with it. But I feel like I, I honestly at the at this point I feel that way about pretty much all the champions at the moment. Yeah, like, with the exception of Roman. 
and to a lesser degree Lashley. But even then, Lashley's starting to get a bit stale for me. But I don't want him to drive us to go big. Yeah, um, I know what you mean though. Like yeah. B- Bianca feels like she's kind of like held onto that belt a little bit too long. Charlotte holding belt is just Charlotte, isn't she? I wouldn't say Bianca's held on for it to, for too long. I just don't think they've given her anything meaningful since she won it. Yeah, like, it, it reminds me a bit of Kofi's reign, and I don't want to like compare the two because it's two totally different things. But hmm. where they kind of even even to a degree, Drews last year, where they just kind of put it in the same thing, hmm. oh, like like almost like a holding pattern. Yeah, yeah. Um, just, yeah. Mm, well. I, well, I think we said a couple of weeks ago, I was hoping for, and it's still possibly time to announce it, but a multi-man match for the IC title. Like they used to do at Mania, the big multi-man ladder match. That'd mm. be fun. There's plenty of people around that, yeah. as we've seen in recent weeks. Like, you think know, they'd Cesaro, do that so KO, close to money in the bank, though? Mm, mm. Do a championship yeah. scramble match. Oh, give it us. I've known for break. years. Fucking love, love, that love a good shit scramble match. Yeah, man. <laughs> anyway, or even, but, just, even just a six man. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, big sexy booze is is well over with the crowd, and then we get Nakamura against Apollo Cruz, um, number one contenders match, which we seem to be getting every week for every belt now. Championship yeah. contenders match. There were two on this I- show. I, I can't remember whether it was you or Big Tasty. I said this to the other week, but like they did it once, they've done it once or twice on AEW where like it's it basically designed with the rankings in mind. So if if someone who's ranked fifth beats the champion, they it instantly goes to the top of the rankings, and hmm. that makes sense with the ranking system in place. Yeah, it it's a bit weird when there isn't one, hmm. which yeah, well. The, the only way they ever kind of make mention to that is, oh, they've they've built some momentum in recent weeks. So like, right, so they've had like two back-to-back wins. But did you it's... see that thing? Um, someone put out of um, of like what the ranking system would look like for the women's division on SmackDown, like the AW one. Oh Jesus, go on. So it's it's basically someone someone's like made made this based on wins and losses, right? And um, it's. It's interesting. I'm just getting getting up on my phone now. Um, where are we? this guy t- tweeted about didn't he? So it was when I found it. So Tony Storm was fit with one and oh, and then yeah. every everybody except for Bianca is in negative numbers. So, Liv Morgan's four and ten, Carmel's three and twelve, Zelina Vega's zero and four, Sasha's five and seven, and then Bianca's eighteen and six. What the fuck? So, you 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 talk about like fifty fifty booking there, <laughs> and you know for a fact all the other like rankings are going to be the same. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what that's what's mad about it. Like the the actual win loss record is going to be just silly mm. but that that's what i mean like it's it's hard to invest in any of them because like any of the wrestlers in the not given any reason to there's no consistent yeah. booking unless no it's fresh... someone who's yeah unless it's someone like like nakamura or like Big E, for example who are just entertaining and you can kind of get behind them mm. Mm. Else it's just like ugh, this why should i care you don't <laughs> yeah. why should i yeah 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 uh, so yeah, as I say, another number one contenders match, which kind of mean nothing at this point. Um, this uh, start of this was just fast, frantic, quite entertaining. Um, Nakamura was pretty much all over Apollo Crews. Uh, however, the match only lasted for what two, three minutes. Um, as, mm. soon as, as soon as Commander Aziz kind of saw that Apollo was in trouble, Nakamura went for a pin, uh, and Aziz just pulls him out for the DQ. Yeah. So I guess that means Nakamura's number one contender because he technically yeah, and won. Yeah, they, they, they were teasing Apollo and Aziz splitting up as well, Wendy, because Apollo was like yelling at Aziz. Yeah. I was like, oh, great. 
Um, <laughs> go back to clobbering people at Sweaty Shane's Underground Fight Club. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I miss Roman Underground. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean Nakamura and Apollo, they had they had good chemistry. I think for like the two minutes they were wrestling, I think hmm. if they if they give them 10, 15 minutes, they'll probably say that I was down. Yeah, I think so. I think so. It's and as you said earlier, that time. Yeah, it's probably going to get it at SummerSlam. Um, <laughs> then Caleb Braxton interviewing Paul Heyman, back, Paul Heyman backstage uh, and talking about the contract, basically. He says the con- contract's a joke. Um, calls the Tampa Bay Buccaneers the Schmuckineers and says that if Tom Brady was to sign a contract with them and then he turned around and scribbled the name out and wrote down his name instead, would he be getting paid the 75 million? He was like, no, it's not how it works, which is his justification for it being a joke. Uh, and he's absolutely right. It is a fucking joke. Uh, yeah. I don't know what's going on with it. Uh, and as he turns away from the camera, Biggie's hey. just there laughing maniacally. <laughs> oh, that was that was great. It was, it was Heyman's reaction to it, though. <laughs> like the shock on his face. And Biggie's just like giggling at him with his, with his briefcase. Um <laughs> One one thing that I really, really, really dislike about the way they've kind of booked this feud is so so obviously we know we've got Cena and Roman, and we know Finn's probably going to be facing Roman after SummerSlam. Yeah, that's where we're going with this, isn't it? Yeah. So why have they done it this way, where Cena stole a title shot of Finn? Hmm. And then, on on top of that, like when when they're still doing Finn and Roman, Cena wasn't on t- on SmackDown this week. No, he was in attendance because he wrestled in a dark match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we know he, we know he's there. Um, but it's a bit silly. It, it kind of makes Cena look a bit heelish. But yeah, but the other thing as well, which is stupid, is they've got. Like Roman beating the shit out of Finn at the end of the show, mm. but the fans were chanting, "We want Cena." Yeah. So, like, w- why are you putting this big emphasis on Finn? I know it's to kind of lay this, lay the sort of like groundwork for the feud down the line. Mm. But you've got the feud with Cena and Roman, which on paper should be the fucking biggest match like the WWE year. years. Yeah. 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 But then the way that they're building it, it's just like, what are you doing? Like, seriously? Overshadowing it with these other bits and pieces and just, like, yeah. they can't quite decide who it's, and when. It's just very, very annoying. Like, it is the very whole, weird. The, uh, and what I think what's most annoying as well is, like, obviously when, like, word was coming out of what was going to be happening at SummerSlam and that, like, from, like, guys like Andrew Zarian and WrestleVotes. Hmm. It was exciting because it was like, oh, yeah, this is for, like, this is going to be exciting because of what they've got planned. It's going to be like one of the biggest shows they ever do. Yeah. And well, what like two weeks out from SummerSlam, and I, we don't know half the card, and I just don't give a shit. <laughs> and I know I should be excited because it's going mm. to be a show, and it probably will. Roman and Cena will be awesome. Yeah. We've got Ed Rollins. That's probably going to be good. We've got Sasha yeah. Bianca too. For all accounts on paper this is a card they should be really excited about but mm. fuck me doing the hardest to like try and make <laughs> to try and make you it. invest or not invest rather yeah 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 it's so hard to be a fucking wwe fan right now <laughs> it is difficult it is i wonder if that's part of the budget cuts <laughs> oh man um back to the women's division though um fresh face tegan knox uh, actually listed as Tegan Knox now and not just Knox, yeah. which is nice. I, uh, I like that their, their team's called Shotty and Knox, but they're still referring to her as Tegan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, that's cool. Uh, she faced off against Tamina, who's on her own, uh, as Natalia has often having... I can't remember what surgery it is. Apparently, she had successful surgery this week. She wrist or something? It was her ankle. Did you oh, ankle. Did oh, okay, see okay. that injury she got on Raw the other week? No. Oh, it was nasty. Her foot like bent like the wrong way. Oh, Christ. Um, yeah, it was like it looked like she'd like broken her ankle, but apparently she just got some like ligament damage. Or, oh, right. Yeah, Ooh, but dear. she had to she had to have like I think she said she had to have like a metal plate or bolts or something put in her ankle. Ooh, like, it, it sounded like it was a horrible injury, but mm. she, lucky it wasn't worse. 
Yeah. Speedy recovery. Indeed. Um, yeah, match yourself. Uh, another fairly quick match, to be fair. Um, Knox looked all right. Um, and then as Tamina looked like she was going to finish it off with a Simone drop. Um, Knox wins with a roll-up as Shotzi causes the scratch, uh, distraction with the missile from the tank. Um, and that enables her to roll through. Um, would it have been a DQ had the ball hit Tamina? It would, wouldn't it? Possibly, sure. yeah. But then Shotzi kind of like played it down like it was an accident. <laughs> oh, my like, hand slipped. It, it, yeah, it was like, oops. <laughs> I do I do like these two as a team, though. It's like, I do, but a lot I, of people are like... I Blackheart. She's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Team Knox great, too. Yeah. A lot of people are like, well, why was it, why was it not Shotzi and Ember? Because they've been tagging together. Well, before they were tagging together, it was Knox and Shotzi, wasn't it? It was. So it makes they, sense. Yeah. They teamed together on the takeover, didn't they, against the Dakota and Raquel? Yeah, they're really cool. Um, it's nice to have fresh faces on there. Uh, another addition to the tag division, but also both more than capable of singles uh, competitors as well. So pretty cool. Um, I don't want too much of this nonsense, though, like the tank getting involved in the distraction of that. Like, if we're going to take them seriously, like start giving them kind of credible victories. Like, this is amusing. Like, and, and you know, we've seen a few bits and pieces like this when they're in NXT, but don't have yeah. that be the only thing they do because... It just becomes yeah, a bit of a joke. It, it's it, it's almost got the same energy as like Los Guerreros when they used to cheat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I, I do, I do enjoy that about it. Like it does, it 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 reminds me a bit of of Eddie. Also, the fact that became like the um, Tegan's got her own like gun on the tank now as well. Yeah, like, yeah. the tanks get bigger. It's like yeah, it's, it's gonna come out like a fucking transformer at WrestleMania. I, I, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I want it to be like a fucking. Um, what is it, a Voltron or something? <laughs> or a This one wants to come out with a big fucking big mech. fuck off mecha warrior. <laughs> Kevin Owens in there as well. <laughs> Keep hanging around with them. Just him, like, out the side with a spanner, like, yeah. Biggie, you just because he'd be funny with shit like that. Yeah, man. <laughs> just just all the new day. Get all the new day on there. <laughs> <laughs> Superb. Um... Then we see Selena Vega backstage with Pierce and Sonya Deville um, saying that she wants the match and Bianca offered her the match, but management say no. Um, there has to be contracts written up and this, that and the other. It all sounds like a lot of pish. Like, so Bianca can chuck out, yeah, I'll have a match against her tonight and management are like, no. But then other people on the roster are just like, yeah, I'll have a match now. Yeah, literally like... Literally, Edge booked himself in a match. Like, the, wasn't it the next segment or like yeah. the segment after? Yeah, the next segment. Yeah, so there it, we go. yeah, there um, we go. They basically say to her that her match, she can have a match against Bianca, uh, and it will be a championship contenders match, number one contenders match, and she'll face the winner of Sasha and Bianca from SummerSlam. See that? That's quite a good way. I don't to mind that. Do it. Yeah. Hmm. Just, oh shit. just silly just, bollocks. Just <laughs> silly bollocks. Just do better. Um, but yeah, I don't mind that. That makes sense. Having a face the winner afterwards rather than just straight away have a title match. Um, and yeah, as you say, the next bit is Edge cutting his promo, comes down to the ring. Um, just basically says that this whole shtick between him and Seth needs to end. Seth then appears on the screen. Uh, Edge wants him in a match at SummerSlam. Uh, Seth says that when he stomps him, uh, he said, I had you before and, and I didn't do it. What's going to happen when I do it this time? Like, what kind of father and what kind of husband will you be? And that's when Edge kind of loses it. Um, and he turns around and says, I eliminated you in the, the 2020 Royal Rumble, the 2021 Royal Rumble. Um, and you should have taken a chance like seven years ago, whatever it was in 2014. Now it's coming to bite you in the ass. Beth Rollins um, was at him. Was a southern accent away from being Leonardo DiCaprio and uh, Django Unchained. Yeah. <laughs> Even his mannerisms as well, like the sort of smug grin he had. I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what you've uh, been studying. <laughs> he calls Seth Edge Light, and then that's when Seth absolutely loses it. And then Seth just accepts their match for SummerSlam. So, yeah, we're getting that. Um, They've that got themselves. It should be, and it's a match I'm genuinely excited about. Like, yeah. it, it was probably my favorite part of the show. 
just yeah. uh, thought Seth's promo was fucking brilliant, and I thought Edge was brilliant as well. Both men played the parts like to yeah. perfection. Mm. Um, one one thing I am kind of concerned about though is that at this point, like, who wins that match? Because mm. Seth needs needs the momentum and they're planting the seeds for Seth and Roman down the line, much like they are with Seth with their sorry Roman and Finn. Um, at the same time, Edge has lost now what like his last two, three, two, three big matches. Yeah, so he lost and against he lost. Roman, and then he lost the Triple Threat at Mania. Who was his he, match before? Yeah, was so, it Orton? And he's was it Joe? Yeah, yeah. He lost the greatest wrestling match of all time against Orton, though, didn't he? He did. Yeah, that was um, backlash, wasn't it? Last year, that was that was where he tore his triceps. Oh yeah, and then he didn't come back until the Rumble. Mm-hmm. He won the Rumble. So, so actually, he's lost yeah. his last three high-profile matches. Yeah. So he's in danger of because the thing with like bringing a legend back, like there's there's like that kind of like happy medium, isn't it? Like you don't want them losing all the time because then it's like, well, what's the point? Don't they don't have it anymore? Hmm. Or if you if if you've got like. You don't want to go the other way and book them too strongly and have them win all the time. Yeah, exactly. It's like, look at Goldberg where he was fucking yeah. just squatching everyone. It was like, all right, great. Yeah. You get the fear whenever he shows up now because it's like, oh, no. I know what happens. <laughs> I know I know how this ends. I've, been, I've seen this one before. <laughs> Terrified to Bobby Lashley. Uh, nah, Bobby will do him in. But, yeah, do, do you see my point though? Like, it's, yeah, oh, of course, of course. It, it's, it's weird like because both guys kind of need the victory in this. Hmm. Well, I think... It, I think it hurts Seth more if he loses to Edge because Seth should be like the, if Roman wasn't on that, on that, like on that brand, Seth would probably be the top heel. Yeah. Without a doubt. So they need to kind of be careful with what they're doing there. Mm. But at the same time, I think Edge is starting to lose a bit of his magic if he keeps losing matches all the time. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, after this, uh, Finn Balor's interviewed. Uh, he's pissed about the whole contract thing from last week. He says that what he's done with Corbin, he wants Cena. Uh, and this is pretty good. Looked a bit more aggressive. Looked a bit like the the kind of Balor of, of NXT that we saw. The Prince. The Prince. Prince what? fucking Fergal. So, yeah. this, this made me think I want to see him have one more fucking run in New Japan. <laughs> Start fucking kicking shit out of a car again. <laughs> Dodging Rainmakers. It <laughs> uh, takes more than one to put him I, down. I, never, never just one. Never, never just one. Never just one. <laughs> Next up, Street Profits uh, against Rudin Ziggler. Um, first match back for Montesfield after his injury, surgery, whatever it was, I think. Or it's the first time them back tagging had, anyway. Yeah, it, it was... Uh, I don't know what it was. It, they didn't... They never got like... Revealed what he was off with, but he had some some form of surgery. Then there's the yeah, I think it was a picture of him upon. He posted a picture of him in like a hospital bed with like a surgical gown underneath. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, good yeah, to see he, him back. He looked good. Did yeah, he looked very good. Yeah. Um, um, my only issue with this is this is a match we've seen so many fucking times. Uh, yeah, I just that was exactly didn't. it, and I was like, it was a really don't... fun match, yeah. but it was just like I just don't care. Please don't go down this route of force feeding us the Prophets versus Rude and Ziggler for like a month, six weeks solid. Like, because we've had that. Yeah, I I won Prophets versus so it's proper because obviously mm. we had like the one where it was a bit bit of a wonky finish, wasn't it? Mm. And I think Montez Ford cutting promos on them would be fucking banging. Yes, oh yes, absolute fire. Yeah, um, this match was alright. It was. Perfectly serviceable, if you like. Um, a couple of funny, uh, not funny spots, a couple of decent spots. Uh, Rude here, great looking Uranagi on Ford quite early on. Uh, mm. Dawkins spinning neck breaker always looks really good. He hit that. Um, and then the end of the match came with Profits winning. Uh, Dawkins hitting the anointment and Ford hitting the big old frog splash. Fucking so Profits splash. Big oh. old splash. He fucking touched the rafters when he went up for that. And he like when he landed, he like did a full front flip, didn't he? As well, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. off off Dolph's body, <laughs> like RVD used to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he hit it too hard and just like bounce himself over them. 
It's a lot more RVD did that. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I feel like we're going to get profits down the line against Usos after they've they've blown off this thing at SummerSlam with the Mysterios. I think so. Yeah, I yeah. think I think that definitely needs to end at SummerSlam. Yeah, and I think profits and Usos is a, is a match that it's still not like been done to death yet. It yeah. will do. They'll, they'll of course they will. Oh, That's what they do. They, <laughs> they have like rematch after fucking rematch after fucking rematch, but mm. it'll still be quite fun when we get the first couple. Yeah, yeah, and exciting. Uh, next up, championship contenders match: Bianca Belair versus Zelina Vega. Um, wasn't too bad a match. Uh, Sasha comes down at one point, distracts Belair. That allows Vega to stay in control for um, a small portion of the match. Um, Bianca's swinging Vega into the barricade looked nasty. Vega came through yeah. and I think tried to hit a uh, tried to hit a Hurricanrana, and Bianca caught her and just swung her head first into the barrier. Did not look nice. Um, after that, she just rolls her back in uh, immediately, hits the KOD for the win. Um, yeah, I'll say not too bad a match, but just yeah, just just book Vega properly. Yeah, stop having a demand rematches and matches and championship matches when she never ever wins. Yeah. Um, yeah. Disappointing, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, quickly get Roman and Paul backstage. Roman says that he's interested in the Corbin and Balor match, which is the match that's up next and is also the main event of SmackDown. Uh, Finn Balor versus Baron Corbin. Uh, Corbin tries to say sorry for everything with the contract signing from last week. Finn's name out Corbin, man. <laughs> Corbin. Oh, sad. <laughs> Hang on, you're not really feeling sorry for him, are you? <laughs> I, I fucking love this gimmick, it's genuinely hilarious. <laughs> it is funny, and it's very funny. It, it's getting to the point where, like, as I say, they, they need to be careful because it's starting to be like the faces are bullying him a bit. It's like, and then it's like, oh, what, why are you doing that? But I mean, I, I do... they've, they've, they've trademarked Happy Corbin, haven't they? They're going there. <sighs> it's going to be like New Shorty G, isn't it? Oh, Christ. He's going to be going about giving motivational speeches and getting his ass whooped week in, week out. I hope not. Yeah. Um, yeah Either that but... or he's going to just be like jackass stuff for money. <laughs> Anything to make ends meet. Um, yeah. yeah, Finn's not having any of it. Uh, socks him straight in the mouth. Um, this match was all about two minutes long at most. It was all balance. Oh, by Finn, wasn't he? Didn't yeah. he turn into the demon like he did last time he faced him? <laughs> it's just good though, as I said earlier on when he had the, the interview backstage, a lot more aggressive, a lot more shades of grey. He mm. even said in his promo afterwards, like, you know, that contract stuff last week, like the Finn from three years ago would have laughed it off, but not this Finn. Um, so yeah, he finishes him with the coup de grace, says all that in his promo, um, says he'll go through Cena to get to Roman. Roman then comes out tells him to keep his name out of his mouth and then just chucks the mic at Finn. As he turns away to get out of the ring, Finn then just launches him out through the ropes. And then from behind, the Usos attack uh, and Roman gets involved and they beat the brakes off your boy Fergal for the last five minutes of the show. Um, this kind of made Roman look a little bit silly, I thought. Go on. So obviously, like Finn pushed him off the ring, and then the Usos attacked Rome. Uh, attacked Finn, sorry. Right. And Roman just walked off like he was fuming, but he just walked off. Mm. And then Finn beat the shit out of the Usos, and then Roman's like, "All right, safe. We'll get me hands dirty." <laughs> yeah. It was like if, if Roman's like this badass, he fucking kills. Just be in there straight away. He wouldn't have to. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Not rely on his boys to fucking do his dirty work and then come out and just. Well, yeah, I don't know. It was, it was a it was definitely a cool visual. Again, my gripe with it was that Cena didn't make the save, so Cena mm. looks like a dick. Yeah. Finn looks like a dickhead because the fans are chanting we want Cena. Yeah. And what are we doing? Are we are we gonna get uh sorry, we're gonna get Finn versus Cena? After SummerSlam? Because they're not putting it in before, surely. Well they might put it on the on before. Maybe say the winner the winner definitively gets the match, but it's with Big Tasty was telling me in the news before um, that apparently the network were, I held a meeting with WWE over the use of Cena. And it's like, 
well, you've got a guy who's literally in a film that's just come out. Mm. He's a big fucking name. He's like yeah. another. He's like a lesser version of like The Rock, yeah. as far as like mainstream appeal goes. Yeah. And you've got not putting him on every fucking episode of TV <laughs> when you're yeah. struggling for ratings. Yeah, 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 yeah. What you playing? Out? Yeah. yeah, ridiculous. So that was SmackDown. Um, what were your highs and lows, mate? Um, my high was the Rollins and Edge segment. I really enjoyed that. I thought mm-hmm. that I, I love the fact that Rollins was like being like a real slimy heel. Yeah. And he was really smug, really smug. And then as soon as Edge kind of turned it round on him, Rollins like really like kind of like lost it, looked a bit more maniacal. Mm-hmm. I also enjoyed the little Twitter exchange that um MJF ended up deleting because Rollins basically said MJF's <laughs> Nicked his line, didn't he? Yeah. Um <laughs> But yeah, I, I thought that was good. Uh, my low was just again a lot of rematches and a lot of like match, a lot of repetition. Not even, not even like yeah, repetition. So not even like just rematches, just the same people doing the same things. Like Dominic and Jay, we've fucking seen it now. We don't need to see it again. Yeah. Um. And uh, obviously, like the whole Bianca Zelina thing is just literally they've just replaced. Carmelo and Zelina mm-hmm. as like a temporary foil for like the Sasha feud. Yeah. It feels like, I, I agree. That'd be my low as well. Repetition. It feels like they're just treading water until they get to SummerSlam. Yeah. It really does feel like they're just turning the wheels and then they've got the big show. And it's like, yeah, we've got SummerSlam. And it's yeah. like, well, what the fuck are you we doing? still got to give us a reason to invest in those weeks building up to it. And this yeah. isn't really doing it for me that much. It's. As you say, there's matches on there that you should be excited about and on paper you should be excited about, but they're just doing a really good job of not making me want to invest with just kind of like repetition and and nonsense booking in the weeks building up to it. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see um, what Adam Cole does as well. Mm. That time of recording, um, apparently Vince has offered Adam Cole a very big money deal and um, is wanting to call him up basically after SummerSlam. He's, he's um, off offering him that, that AJ money, then big bucks. He, he, he is. He is indeed. Because, <laughs> um, I mean, if you talk about a fucking difference maker, Jesus Christ, he's, he's a difference maker. Mm. Um, guy, A guy who's just naturally ridiculously over. Yeah. Um, I still get the fear that absolutely ruin him on Raw and SmackDown. I don't want him anywhere near the main roster. No. I do not want... I the the there's two places I want to see Adam Cole that aren't. I wouldn't mind him being in NXT, but I feel like he's kind of like he's done everything he can there. I feel like yeah, he's I'd, and I've I'd, I've got no faith in Raw and SmackDown. SmackDown more and more kind of I'm less worried about him going. So I should say, hmm. but Raw fuck me no no don't do it don't do it to <laughs> um, The two places I want to see him is AEW or PWG. Hmm. Oh, PWG. He's got unfinished. He's got unfinished business in PWG. He was like, I think he's the was the longest reigning champion until the pandemic. Okay. Um. And he's got he's got Super Dragon there. He yeah. Always wants to murder on Cole. That's his that's his thing. <laughs> and and we could get a, a slight reunion of the Mount Rushmore wrestling just sans Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, what was your height? Uh, Finn. Finn. Just showing Finn. showing some Big. shades of grey, showing a bit. Big. Fergal. <laughs> Big, thick Fergal. <laughs> like a fucking baby's arm holding onto an apple. <laughs> like a baby's arm clutching an apple. Yeah, man. He just... It, better, more aggression, shades of grey, not happy, smiley fucking I, Finn. I think we're getting the demon against Roman. Oh, Christ. Sticking his tongue out a lot, wasn't he? Uh, don't do it. I'd be I'd be happy not to see the demon again. I feel like that kind of that that ship sailed. I like the demon, but I think it should be like used as like the nuclear option. Like, yeah, he doesn't need to just bring it out because oh, it's SummerSlam. Let's bring out the demon. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's like okay, I can't beat you, so I'm gonna have to go to my fucking darkest like part of my mind to beat you. I'm gonna have to put the game genie in. Yeah, exactly. Gotta get gotta get Aaron's game genie back off him. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, um, if you want to let us know what you thought of SmackDown, 
uh, and any other programming this week, whether it be WWE, AEW, uh, New Japan, whatever it else is that you watch, give us a shout on our social media uh, on yeah. Discord and no. Twitter at Untitled you know, Wrestling. You know what else people can do on uh, Discord, don't you? Yes, I do. And we've got some in here. Yeah. Uh, it's time for the mailbag, <laughs> the UWP mailbag. Um, there's a we've, couple. We've of got a lot there. of a lot of questions actually about about uh, this this week. So, uh, Hallmark of Vince, aka good friend Joe from Down at Vince Podcast and Hallmark of Greatness, go check both them out. Yes, boy. very very entertaining. They said we already know Raw is shite, but the current genocide that Vince is carrying out, do you see SmackDown going the same way soon? <laughs> the only thing that's keeping SmackDown relevant right now is Roman Reigns. Hmm. If they move brands on Roman, SmackDown will just be like Raw too, because Roman's like the creative control. Yeah, brother, 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 brother. <laughs> um, I hope not. I really hope not. But nothing surprises me now. Well, actually, no. There are still some things that surprise me now. With main WWE, roster, but... WWE just feels like a fucking sinking ship, doesn't it? It does a little bit. Yeah, I, I really I hope not. SmackDown's been the one sort of saving grace over the last six to ten months. Um, yeah. Uh, Faye asks, do you think even appearance, even an appearance from The Rock can save WWE now? I mean, it didn't work for them in the 2015 Royal Rumble, did it? <laughs> and Dwayne's looking confused because everyone's booing him. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, the thing, the thing with that is, the Rock's going to show up and it's like Cena you know, where there'll be like a little bit of a boost because he's a massive mainstream star and people will, casual fans will check it out because of that. Mm. At the same time, if the story's garbage, then, which it shouldn't be because they've been work, working on this story for a long ass fucking time now. Yeah, it's like man. every year they've been building this like tribal chief character up and yeah. it's all signs, all roads have led to this, haven't they? That yeah. It's rock best rock. And that's going to be the passing the torch moment. And Roman absolutely destroys Dwayne. Um, <laughs> with just one rainmaker. Just one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, un- until um, until the forbidden doors wide open and Ricky Starks is getting all the belts. Um, I, I don't see anything. Um, anything saving WWE at the moment. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, <laughs> that there isn't much at the moment. Um, I'd, pff, just some better writing, not binning off your best talent. Um, um, well, that's something we didn't speak about on air. We obviously spoke about it on the news. Um, WWE released twelve wrestlers, sorry, thirteen wrestlers during SmackDown. It's fucking mad, absolutely mad. It it's, baffles me. Yeah. Baffles me. Really does. Um, um, what you got next? Finally, our very own Big Tasty has a question for us. Um, with, with talk about WWE wanting to add a third hour to SmackDown and being rejected by Fox, presumably to go head-to-head with Rampage, how far will Vince go towards sabotaging his own product to attempt to damage AEW, a company he claims to not care about? And they said, also, should SmackDown have a third hour, particularly if NXT is being murdered? Nope. SmackDown nope. should, SmackDown, if anything, should be an hour. If SmackDown was an hour, it'd be fucking awesome. Yeah. Raw needs to be two hours. SmackDown needs to be an hour. I'm, I'm so excited about Rampage because it's an hour. Yeah. Because they're going to cram as much, like, not as much, but they, they're going to make it a must-watch TV event. All like, killer, no filler. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm glad they're not getting the third hour. I think adding the third hour to Raw was like a death knell. Um, I compare it to Monday Night Nitro a lot. When they added the third hour to Nitro, it killed WCW. Right, yeah, it was awful. awful Especially awful. because it was three hours of Vince Russo fucking being a, a deep cover operative for <laughs> WWE behind enemy lines. Deep cover um, operative. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, I no, I just just no, just that it's three there's hours barely an, bad bad mm, enough. Yeah, there's barely enough people on the roster to fill three hours on SmackDown. There's barely they enough to fill two hours. They could have filled a fucking hour of just Bray Wyatt doing cool shit. Yeah, 
Yeah. Ruined that one, haven't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I absolutely don't want a third hour of SmackDown. It doesn't I'm, need it. I'm very happy the Fox was like, nah. Nah, mate. No chance. No, don't be silly. Because you, the other thing you was... You shit in the bed been... with two hours. You don't need an extra. Well, the other thing was it was going to... They were they pitched it that it was going to be moving to a different channel like that last hour oh. it's like it would have been so it would have been going from Fox Sports to FS1 so oh really yeah so imagine the drop off of fans on that alone. oh fuck that yeah 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 they'd spend they'd spend like the second hour plugging the fact that the third hour was going to be on a different channel mm. it, I, th- I think Smackdown's working just fine the way yeah. it is I yeah. think don't need to there's do a lot anything of, more there's a lot of room for improvement across SmackDown, but for the most part, doing a decent job. Mm. Yeah, 100% agree. Uh, that ties up the mailbag for this week and uh, this week's review of SmackDown. As I said just before, if you want to give us a shout out on our social media, do so on Discord and Twitter at Untitled Rest Pod, and also give us a follow, like, share, subscribe, what have you. Um, on Facebook and YouTube at Untitled Wrestling Podcast. Uh, we're also on Twitch at Untitled Rest Pod. Um, and whatever platform you listen to us on, whether it be Google Pods, Apple Pods, Spotify, uh, do give us a thumbs up, do give us a follow, turn notifications on to be updated when new episodes are released. And if you have a moment, give us a review. It'd be much appreciated. Yes, we've, we've been the Untitled Wrestling Podcast, and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. And now a word from our sponsors. Do you like beer? Of course you do. Do you like wrestling? You wouldn't be here if you didn't. Check out topropebrewing.com, our very own Big Tasties brewery. They do a great deal of wrestling-themed beers, including Cold Stone Cream Austin Ice Cream Pale Ale and Papa Mango Mango Pale Ale also. They also do an array of T-shirts, masks, cans, and mini kegs. Check out topropebrewing.com, or if you live in the Liverpool area, go to the Brew Tap in Bootle. And thatchface.com, where if you've got a minging beard, you can get beard balms, oils, and grooming kits. They also do apparel. If you put whatever you want in your basket, and then go, Aaron, where do you get your discount? You go into the promo code at the bottom, type in UWP20 for 20% off. And proceeds of your purchase do go to stick your cancer charities.